Welcome to the fifth episode of the Odafest podcast. I'm Jay. Uh, I'm Alfred. Hey, it's G again. Hi, my name is John. Who the hell is John? <laughs> <laughs> I broke in. You guys just didn't kick me out. I just figured I'd sit down no, and sit in front of Mike. the special guest in? I did let the special guest in. Uh, Wait, you, actually... you guys invited me, but then you're going to keep me outside the whole time? Yeah, I know, right? Sometimes yeah. we do that. It's our bad. <laughs> um, that window doesn't look be... like it opens. How am I supposed to scream into the microphone from there? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good filter. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, <laughs> who we've got here today is uh, Proton John. Uh, he's very well known. Well, <laughs> he's well known. No, I'm known by, by you three. People. I'm known he's by well you known three. by people uh, as a Twitch livecaster. Uh, He's also very active with uh, YouTube posting and group collaborations for Let's Plays. Um, and he's a local Calgary kid. Born... Are you born and raised here? No. God, no. no. I'm, from New- I'm from Newfoundland. Oh, god! Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Canada. Like, this is a Canada wide. <laughs> he's a national guest. East Coast you. and West Coast. Look at that. We, we flew him in. <laughs> On it was, it was really expensive buy. I'm telling you what. <laughs> Bottom of bottle screech. <laughs> no, I'm but, supposed to give that to you guys to screech you in. That's how it works. So. Oh god, you got, you got to kiss the yeah, hot. Because that's what newfies want is an East Indian dude and two Asian guys. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, be, to be fair, it was I, one of those things when we first met back in the day. It was like, is this a real thing? Yeah, I had to, I had to like show you a website with like the list because I thought there were only two things you were supposed to do it was kiss the cod and drink the screech. But then there's like, <laughs> there's also eat hard bread. There's like five different things you can do. We're getting do. a whole new demographic right now. They're like, <laughs> I understand these references. <laughs> Um, and so what's this anime thing, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anime, yeah, yeah. Um, now I what we need is a anime. Yeah, we need an anime about fishing. I would watch that. Mm, yeah. I mean, I would I'm watch surprised the there isn't it. one already. Yeah, there's always cooking. Like, well, <laughs> not no, cooking, there, but like there preparing were, like, fall anime preview. Actually, we actually fishing. There, there was a fishing anime or something. Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah. Is it like, is it like King all, of the River? There's so many different kinds of... Shitty anime because it's like the sport. <laughs> no, no, it's because the sports anime. It like, can't sports... be good. It's about fishing. <laughs> well, no, it's a sports like anime genre has heated up. So basically, like anything that's considered a sport now is like, how do we make money off of this <laughs> gay? <laughs> like it has to be gay sports. No, it was like uh, it was a bunch of uh, anime schoolgirls who went to an academy of on how to like patrol the seas and. Oh yeah, and that's, right. No, that's wait, right. Wait, what? No, 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 no. no. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, Long wait. story short. Long story short. <laughs> Watch anyway, the Were they fighting pirates? Um, oh, like that. That, yeah. that's probably Something like, like that. the, the evil villains of pirates. Yeah. Um, this episode is brought to you by uh, Odafest Convention. Uh-huh. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. Uh, I'm sure you all know about it, but we're going to tell you more about it anyways, whether you like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> and we have some news. Uh, yeah, I'll just... Uh, so we've announced a couple of guests already. We have uh, our J-Rock band in... They're going to be No God. They're a Japanese Visual K heavy metal band. They were formed in 2005. And uh, we have Dantro on vocals, Kairi on guitar, Shino on guitar, Karin on bass, and K on drums. So check those guys out. Uh, other guest announcements, Justin Ali Speed, a.k.a. Drunk Gaming. Uh, I'm not really sure what their YouTube channel is. Uh, they have Drunk Gaming. Ali yeah. Speed has her own channel Ali Speed's as well. Ali Speed's her own cha- channel. Drunk Gaming's actually like on Ali's channel. Yeah. Uh, so they're American YouTubers who focus on everyday life vlogs and their Let's Plays of uh, playing video games while completely hammered. And Which is like, it's not really a genre so much as a state of mind. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is pretty entertaining. They're... They, they're amazing. Their their Destiny episode was really good. Their their Call of Duty episode was incredible. <laughs> oh my god, their their Black Ops 3 episode was so good. Uh, and Justin Curry, aka Chasing Artwork, he's the creator of the graphic novel Cassie and Tonk, 
best known for fantasy genre artwork with a focus on robotic reimaginings of classic characters. So those are our guests. Uh, Pre-registration is still available at $55. The price of the door will be $60. So you can pick that up at Calgary Comic and Entertainment Expo between April 28th and May 1st or online. Uh, if you do visit us at these events, though, um, the pre-reg avoids the service fee. And we also, speaking of CCEE, we have an entry in Calgary Expo's Parade of Wonders. So you should Yay. sign up with your group, uh, show off your magnificent cosplays, and yeah. walk two miles. Walk two miles <laughs> down uh, downtown Calgary, represent yeah. Odorfest. Uh, I, I don't... I don't think there's ever been like bad weather for the. Honestly, I think it's always but been good weather for that. It's just early. I think you have to be there at like seven a.m. or something. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's pr- it. it's a really early event, but because it's more of a pedestrian parade, like there's not really cars or there are some, but I mean like there's not really cars or wagons or like you know they're not including fire trucks and stuff like that. Right. So. I always wonder what happens if it did rain because it's just be like a bunch of people under umbrellas <laughs> in, a, in a, like some kind of like funeral procession. Everyone will jump into the DeLorean that's there every year. They'll just try yeah. to drive off. Exactly. They're like, ah, fuck this. And then you realize the best cosplays there are all the ones with the umbrellas. Yeah. <laughs> um, you do like a neon Blade Runner yeah. cosplay. Uh, one more little announcement just about the hotels. Some people were having trouble booking hotels for the Thursday night of uh, Odafest. Yeah, at the Marriott. The, at the Marriott. We've uh, negotiated with the Marriott. They released a few more rooms for Thursday night, so you should be able to pick up uh, more rooms for yeah. that night. And I believe yeah. if you're having any uh, issues, if you're not interested in booking Thursdays, half the issue was because we had Thursdays full. So uh, I believe you can select other days as part of the package or something like that now. Um, but yeah, you'll have to check the Marriott website. Um, for further updates and uh, kind of see what we have announced on Facebook as well. Yeah. So uh, once again, if you want to follow uh, the Odafest Facebook group, most of our announcements will be there. We also have our Twitters. Um, Twitters. Our, our many, many Twitters. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, our many, many mascots. So yeah. Um, but let's move on. Let's move uh, on. What, what is our topic today? We have today, a Let's Player here. So we have a Let's Player. So we're going to talk about how politics, politics. politics. <laughs> Make gaming great again. <laughs> no. no, let's not go down that And way. we're derailed. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Um, but yeah, like Let's Plays, obviously, uh, John is really, really well versed in kind of like the community and how everything kind of works <clears throat> in there. Um, I think a little, I think few of us have dabbled. Yeah, like, I, I, I kind of tried. Um, I didn't really publish any of them. Though, a, so. I'm going to say that dedication, like, John, you've been in it for Yo, you, years. John's like, a first gen. I I player. guess I'm considered first gen. Maybe technically second. I don't know. The first because the first gen technically people didn't do video. They did screenshots. Yeah. So it went from screenshot let's play to uh, video let's play, and then I jumped in at that point. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's been. Well, I mean, years that was a good point that. to jump into. Let's yeah, be yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I remember I did it during university, like in was it second, third year? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And back then, like. It was still a, a fairly small thing, like not a yeah. lot of people. Yeah, I remember you guys. It. You guys gave me uh, shit well, about it all the time. Okay. The name, the we name gave you of shit like, because we're your friends. <laughs> the name of the like genre didn't wasn't even existent yet. Oh no, no like, let's play as as a name uh, originated from something awful. Yeah. It actually originated from the screenshot ones. Yeah, right. Uh, the one that we remember being earliest, we can't prove it's the earliest, was like an Oregon Trail one. Which oh god, that one. Oh, yeah, that one. yeah. So it was Legendary. actually let yeah, let's yeah. play. Yeah. That's why the name made sense because he would like, all right, I need instructions on what to do at this point. He would, yeah. Like, pause and then continue with yeah, whatever yeah. the vote was so that was when the name actually made sense yeah like a like collaborative nature and yeah whatnot. That's, that's what it was supposed to be and then it just kind of became this whole thing all together yeah which is now an actual aspect of convenience for a lot of people 
because yeah. there's a lot of games out there that um, some people may find more difficult than other yeah. games. Or you, you just don't, don't necessarily... Like, it's a good preview. I use it for previewing games yeah. that I... My, like, I, I'm not really much of a guy who... Like, I, don't, I, I ignore hype a lot. So I won't buy a game right at the outset. I will watch, you know, maybe half an hour's worth of whatever and kind of make my decisions off those. Like, trailers don't really tell you a lot, right? Yeah. So you get a lot of insight into how a game feels. Um, but there are... Like, that's the positive side of it. Um, there are some negatives. Of course, like, there's some news recently about... How some indie developers? Yeah, it was that Dragon Cancer is the one that came up recently. Yeah, that one, that one Which, hurt them a lot. Yeah, but that makes sense because that Dragon Cancer, there's really only one way to experience. That yeah, game. It's, it's it's such a narrow, yeah. it's such a narrow it's storytelling with method. Like a unfortunately, super narrative. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's always, not that it's a bad game. Yeah, but once you've watched it, you've played it. Yeah, exactly. That's and un- unfortunately, that's one of those experiences that it it happens. And those types of games, yeah, I do realize that they don't take the advantage of let's plays so much as your other games like call of duties where yeah. it's all action your um dark souls which is hilarious watching people die all the time oh my god yeah it's just endless death yeah it depends on how open the game is that's why minecraft is probably probably the most let's played game right now because yeah. you can have so many i think the, the, i think there's a strong competitor for it right now in terms of like it still has like a stronghold but i think the number two game is probably like mario maker right now mario maker yeah. Has, yeah, like, mario it's, maker it's got endless big, replay yeah. essentially right i, I it's so. which is funny because that's i technically cut my teeth on like mario rom hacks for yes years. yeah <laughs> oh and yeah then I, was, then I was like i'm so sick of this i need to play other games Absolutely. and got away from it yeah and then like now that mario maker's back everyone's like you should do it again but then i look online and like 30 million people are doing it i'm like why bother yeah, yeah. like it's hard to bring something really new to that experience yeah i mean there's, but, there's and i can like, we can understand like you've already been there right yeah, yeah. well it's uh i'm already jaded from it as it is well so. yeah and well the thing is though people are kind of rediscovering the whole like mario rom hack thing through mario maker though because effectively what mario maker is is just like uh lunar magic right uh, yeah well no like what game. what it is is kaizo simulator like yeah that's true like, it, yeah. The, the whole point is they saw like, kaizo they're like we can make money off this we, we can make worse than that come on <laughs> yeah. let's go yeah basically <laughs> we can rely on the sadistic the sadistic nature of the, I mean, they have save states. We'll give them maybe a checkpoint a couple months after the game's out. Oh, yeah. my yeah. God. <laughs> I think that was the absolute worst part about Mario Maker oh. when it first came out. 90% of the stuff you saw that was released was Kaizo-level type stuff. Yeah. yeah. Where it wasn't, like, maybe nearly yeah. as difficult as Kaizo was, but yeah. it was, like, on that level There's of... some really clever stuff. Speaking yeah. of which, though, okay, like, just for listeners who may not be aware, what is what is a Kaizo-level uh, Kaizo, I, I forget what the actual translation is. I think, it, I, I think it's just, asshole. It in, is asshole? In, in okay. Japanese. Asshole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that was like, the, the, like what we assumed it was at that point. But basically, uh, it was a ROM hack of Super Mario World made by a guy who wanted to challenge his friend to see. He said he was too good at Mario, so he wanted to give him the hardest game he could make. Mm-hmm. And uh, around 2008? Yeah, yeah about 2008. Like, 2008, 2008 yeah. um, a bunch of us in North America got a copy of it because it started gaining notoriety. And uh, we played through it, like three or four of us played through it. And then there was one video I did. Yeah. Is that actually? Yeah, the Asshole Mario. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, we did a playthrough of it, and I did a specific stage blind. I think it was like special stage two. It was special like stage two. It, it, was, yeah. like, it was a stage where yeah, you had Jesus 100 Christ. seconds to get through this maze. <laughs> yeah. 100 seconds? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Quote everything at it. I'm jaded to it to this point. Uh, and then at the end of it, like, if you, you had to trigger a switch, 
Otherwise, Mario would do the victory walk, and then he'd walk into like a lava pit and die, yep. and then you had to do the entire stage over. <laughs> and I didn't know that at the time because I did a blind, so it was just like this, like I out. Yeah. <laughs> so like that's gained notoriety for a lot of people. You have a, you have a TV trope entry. Yeah, I think that's actually my <laughs> one of my most viewed videos at like two million views. Yeah, that's good. Quite it's, it's yeah. good. It's good. It, it was pretty viral. Like we can understand just definitely not really wanting to get back into it. Yeah, but I mean, like you you've, you've experienced take... everything that you need to experience already. Basically, yeah. Like there's only like so many ways you can get yeah. someone in that game, and I have you watched any? Oh, I I have I've done a little bit of streaming of Mario Maker, and then I've yeah. watched a ton of Mario Maker. So. Yeah, like I mean, it's and it's yeah. not exactly the same. There's like I said, there's some. What's really nice about it is not it's not all asshole levels right yeah. it's there's some really nice clever ones where like you know you, there's a couple of mechanisms it's almost like they made it into a like a difference and uh engine kind of like they yeah. do calculations and shit yeah you can do uh those auto plays which are they look those, really those cool were visual. super popular the the automatic playing stages yeah, yeah no i, I think I've some of the best ones i've seen are the puzzle levels yeah yeah, yeah cool. puzzle levels yeah. are cool yeah well those are amazingly but, well done but there's like the, uh, the group i hang out with are always into like the hard challenging stuff so there's a guy who was making, I think his name was Pangia or something like that. He made a Mario Rum hack called like the hardest, or Item Switch 3. Item Abuse 3, that's the one he's famous for. Mm. But uh, he made stages that took him 10 plus hours to beat Jesus. himself. And it, it involves stuff like jumping off of P-switches and then jumping off the switch in midair above lava, throwing a shell, bouncing the shell off a wall, yeah. bounce off the shell. Oh but make God. sure you spin jump as well because you have to hit like on yeah, top of a like, thwomp and yeah. then like... He streamed the entire experience of making the stage and then trying to clear it. And he does these for multiple stages. And it's just ridiculous. Yeah, I actually remember seeing that at uh, one of those levels. And it was just nuts. Like, just the sheer amount of skill you needed just to pull that off was just mind-boggling. Yeah, no, actually, like, that that's the thing about, the, like, the older... Like ROM hacks though is like there was a lot more skill intensive versus like Mario Maker's got a lot of those mechanisms I mean, sort of built in for you. I the think. real thing with ROM, ROM hacks though was you could save state. Yeah, so exactly. you could get yeah, like yeah. you can make progress and then be like, all right, cool, I can I don't have to worry about that anymore. Mm -hmm. You can't do that in Mario Maker even with a checkpoint because you only get two checkpoints per stage. Yeah, yep. that's true. Uh, did you watch the? Wait, you did you? I think you called in during the Mario Maker race during AGDQ, or you donated? Um, what? No, it was during uh, Kaizo, the Kaizo 1 run. Oh, right. uh, Last oh, year, oh, I donated yeah, okay, during okay. it. Yeah, yeah. I missed the Mario Maker race, unfortunately. I, yeah, that I was, don't even think was, I was home during that. That was home. really awesome. It's, that was that's awesome. some great stuff. Yeah. That's I guess that's the like that's a really big plus, though, is like being able to create things on the fly and um, have people play it out live. Is, yeah. Like, it's, an, it's not really so tapped into as a as a presentation method but there's some real benefit in there like mm -hmm. forget again agdq gets some really good benefits out of that um you know anytime anyone wants to do a speed run or anything like just show mechanics of the game yeah um, no i i think really uh, i think mario maker is probably the strongest like experience you can get on the wii u honestly mm -hmm. really like even over splatoon and uh splatoon is i'd probably give that a very very close second yeah but i feel like the the replayability of mario maker is there because there's already yeah, like, true. what's the number I even heard last time? Over five million stages or five billion? There's like an insane amount of stages already on their server. Insane amount. I mean, there's all like a lot of <laughs> crap stages as well. Yeah, oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Games, that's yeah. a given. But I mean, that's yeah. the thing though. It, you are given the opportunity to release anything as long as you can beat the stage yourself. Mind you, there are people who've cheated that system yes. with creating. Here's a door. Rounds. Here's a secret door. Yeah. Here's a secret whatever. The secret ways yeah, to de finish dev the doors. Level. I think is the, is the joke name now. Yeah. Is dev yeah. door. Mm -hmm. I guess it makes sense, though. Yeah. Then there was, there was a little experience for a while where people figured out how to make invisible platforms. 
Oh. Yeah, there was there was that. a glitch in the game where like it was like you put a cloud there and then you put something else there, or a block there, and then you deleted both, and then it would still be a platform. Oh. So I remember one dude did something really cool with it. He made he remade the ending to uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. really? Or sorry, Last Crusade. Last Crusade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it was like you had to do like the Jehovah puzzle. You had to do oh. like dodge the. the oh, saws. that's awesome. Well, they, they've done like recreation. Play. Like I mean, obviously that's for a move, but they've done like recreations for. Uh, lots of other little games as well. Like, I've seen like Undertale yeah. boss fights recreated in Mario Maker. Jesus. Oh, I have not seen that. Yeah, no, it's like someone has recreated like the Sands fight. And the Bone Zone. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> so. I someone recreated that in Duck Game. Now that's fun. Yeah, so. no, I, I've seen Duck Game. That, well, I saw Donkey play it, and that was like the funniest thing. So, speaking of which, um, d do you really collaborate with other Let's Players? Uh, it depends. Like, I've got a group channel I do right now. Oh, okay. And yeah. that's called The Runaway Guys. I do that with uh, oh, okay. Chuck Conroy and Nintendo Capri Sun. Oh, okay. So the yeah. three of us, uh, we we basically get together every couple of months. We do a bunch of recordings. And every now and then we like bring a guest in. Or we, mm -hmm. at a convention, we do uh, kind of like a tournament where we'll get like a bunch of different guests in. Mm. And like I think the last one we did was for Smash 4. We had uh, JonTron in there for a little bit. Oh. We had Smooth McGroove. Uh, trying to think of who else off the top of my head. I have to say, just a quick thing. JonTron and Proton John. Is that... <laughs> Dude. How often? How, very often. <laughs> I'll, I'll always get... It's funny because at first when, when John was starting, like yeah. people would get us confused, but it'd be like positive for me. Yeah. Be like, like, oh, like the pro... Because like, he would do bad games and I was doing bad games at the time too. Yeah. So it was just like, oh man... Like I, I loved your your Aquaman video. I'm like, I, what are you talking about? <laughs> you're, you're like, oh, thanks. And bro. then, and Can you then, sign this like, for me? Not. <laughs> and then, like, it, it flipped around, and then, like, he got like he shot up like crazy after Game. Well, Grumps. yeah, because Game Grumps. Yeah, and then, and then like his videos are really funny too. So, yeah. so it would always be the other way around. Like people would be like, oh man, you're not JonTron, and then be like upset. <laughs> like I actually had like I got asked to be on like the co-optional podcast once, and they were like, this is not JonTron. I'm I'm not listening. Oh, so um, yeah, like you, you get dissed pretty bad when someone's got a similar name. So, but it's yeah. just like that's yeah, you came first. Thing yeah, it depends on who you ask. Because I remember when he got popular, I had people coming on my videos being like, hey, "Why are you taking his name?" I'm like, oh look at God. the fucking registration date, <laughs> idiot! Oh, yeah. God, yeah. no, I'm that's like you have every right to be annoyed, but I'm sure that he's a good guy. And oh, oh guys, no, like, I, I, no, no, like, no, he's no, a really nice yeah, dude. Yeah, like, you go, you buy, you guys are both classy about it. It's just unfortunate that the internet doesn't give a shit. I mean, yeah. that's just the way <laughs> things are on the internet in general. They'll they'll give you crap about like the weirdest. I'm things. starting uh, another group called uh, Game Slumps, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, Cock we, teeth. <laughs> we um, on yeah. Runaway Guys. We played through Sonic Adventure recently. Yeah, uh, we recorded it uh, almost a year ago, and then we put it up. I want to say that was like August, September, something like that. Mm -hmm. But between us recording it and posting it, Game Grumps also played through the entire. Oh game. no! Oh no! So our fan base was like, we don't want to watch this. Game Grumps already did this, and like the entire way through it. People were comparing it to Game Grumps. We're like, oh man, they did this so much better than the Game Grumps. Like, oh, they did this stage so much faster. It's like, oh, they're going so slow. They're worse than the Grumps. It just like depend. It was just Paris and Central. It's got to be pretty endless, like <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's the internet for you, man. Yeah. You're going to be compared against somebody. I know. It's, well, it's media in general. Like, yeah. the internet sucks because you get instant um, like replies to what you've done. But I mean, it's media in general. Like, if something like that happens, and you know. Any other kind of medium, it'll be compared. Well, it's no, it's it's plus. So I think that like let's so play, the let's play format has like exploded the last couple of years just because of how easy it is to yeah. To, the, the the entry bar is super low. Yeah, for, like, starting. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, but the commitment level is astounding. I, I mean, if say. you actually want to make something out of your channel and it, like the bar is super high now because it's such yeah. a cluttered market. So that's yeah. the thing. You definitely have to have that hook 
yeah, that, have that hook. In. Or in, with some people, like you have to do like the exact same thing that's already popular. Right. Like so, a lot of people mimic PewDiePie, and yeah, I mean, for exactly. some people, it actually oh, works. Yeah. So, so what's our statistics on that, Jay? We have we actually have some statistics on people watching Let's Plays and stuff. Uh, well, from what we gathered, um, we kind of looked at a couple of infographics that gathered like uh, bits of information from a lot, of, uh, a bunch of different sources, and it turns out that there's about 500 million gamers worldwide, or it, I guess it, gamers is probably the wrong word because it can be a general audience. Yeah, as well. I know. I know some people who actually don't play video games but only watch them on Twitch, and that's totally fine. Right? Yeah, honestly, because it is that. like yeah. it's it, it's a performance medium as well, right? Right. Um, yeah. So anyone can watch. It's like watching reality TV shows and crap like that. Yeah. It's all the same. Um, but like about they're saying about a hundred million uh, people, I guess in north america alone really watch but that's actually wow. not the small uh, sorry that's actually one of the smaller um demographics if you look at the worldwide demographics uh in europe there's 116 million and in asia and asia pacific which is not really surprising mm-hmm. there's uh, almost 200 million uh basically like people who watch uh twitch uh youtube and that doesn't even include like like, uh like esports broadcasts on like just yeah well esports is a whole other beast as well well to be fair though in asia there was a whole huge esports type market and um starcraft and stuff like that was really big so people watch that yeah even way back in the day too well no like uh, counter-strike is a big one as well still league is like broadcast on uh like korean tv yeah i mean that starcraft was first remember starcraft was first yeah there there was a starcraft channel where all they did was play starcraft all day long but no like alfred's definitely right with like league is taking over like and and dota of course and you know they've got those huge cash prizes and it's a legitimate event as any yeah. Um, yeah, athletic sport or anything like that. So yeah. I mean, the Halo World Championships were aired on ESPN two, I think. Yeah, or, were, or is yeah. that Dota that's going on ESPN two now? Uh, I, think it's Dota. I, I don't know. Dota might have been right both up. actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, basically, ESPN has picked up a package where they're doing esports in general. I don't yeah, know actually, I've heard about that. Yeah. Oh, Rocket League. Rocket League's starting up. A, oh yeah, Rocket a League's got league. its own league now. Wait, wait. Rocket League's getting a league? Yeah, I know. I know believe right? it or not. Sorry. Before it was just Rocket League, but now it's Rocket League. <laughs> <laughs> did you know? Did you know? Dunkey has a new league video. You should go watch it. Oh no. <laughs> but yeah, uh, there, I mean, like I said, we talked about it earlier as well. There's a lot of positive things about. Um, how Let's Plays kind of present the genre. Um, however, like, it, it, there's, like, you gotta take the good with the bad with it. Uh, like, we were talking about That Dragon Cancer, yeah. which is, uh, for people who don't know, it's an idiot dev game that, um, it's well, like, it's been well-reviewed, but essentially it's kind of similar to Firewatch uh, in a lot of ways, where it's basically just a narrative storytelling game, um, which is really narrow and um, they were, I think the biggest thing with that dragon cancer was that they were talking about lawsuits. Oh, I did not hear that part. I, I, I think this is something that came up with them because they were basically saying like, you took all of our game, like essentially like mm. there, there is no other way to experience this game other than playing it. Like, no, no, yeah. but the playing it is just. It is almost just watching it. They're saying that like I haven't oh, played it, okay. but there's like I there's see, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah like you, there, you know the actual gameplay. story of the game. Yeah, right? there's small gameplay elements, but again, it wasn't enough to differentiate yeah. the experience for pretty much anybody. So again, once you watched it, you played it. 
essentially. So they felt like you almost took the entire content away. It's almost like reproducing a movie. Yeah, that's yeah, actually right? kind of interesting, like especially with the recent trend of games with like story based, like you know, uh, Telltale games and stuff. Yeah, right? there's quite a few. Like, uh, but I mean, Telltale games, you still have like there's Tell- Telltale has yeah, and... choice in the variety at least. Yeah, but, but yeah. Cancer was like as linear as you can get. Right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, exactly. I mean, the thing is though, you know, you can do like uh like um YouTube annotations and stuff, right? Where you can like click on it like a choice during a cutscene and it'll take mm. you somewhere, right? Like I mean, um, yeah. Uh, my girlfriend recently played through Until Dawn, right? And like, you know, just barring the quick time events and all that, right? Like, you could effectively play the game on YouTube. Yeah, right? no, like games like that in Heavy Rain, you can kind of do something Yeah, exactly, like right? So, I, I mean, I mean, there's a bit of a, a point there to, to be made, right? Like, the fact that we're at, the, uh, like, video games, um, they've become such an expansive medium to, to where you can actually, you know, um, you have games there where it's just point and click, right? Yeah. And I, I can see, like, again, it's not against so much, like, the Let's Play genre as, as it is just, like, it's an unfortunate truth of, you know, if you present something um, right. that doesn't, that, that normally has, like, a lot of branching or um, an individualized experience, but you if you take away that kind of customized experience and you present a linear storyline and you call it a game, which is totally it's still yeah. fine yeah, it's that, fair that, that kind of just opens up a new can of worms like are these games actually games right exactly because you yeah. see them like they're visual novel they're yeah. more like visual novels or they're very akin to movies where basically you sit and you watch the experience mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there's a reason why movies are not allowed on like stuff like youtube and stuff like that because of the whole reason if you yeah. watch the movie on youtube then there's you no see reason the movie you, you, you watch the movie right yeah. You have no reason to go out and buy the movie and whatnot. It's kind of with these types of games, it's kind of the same deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But since they're called games, people get away with it. Yeah, people treat it differently. And I feel like that Dragon Cancer is a bit of an outlier because it's also got like a real personal thing to the actual yeah. developer too. Because it's about like his, his son, son dying. Unfortunately. Yeah. Right, yeah. So that like also hits home even harder. So imagine like this memory he's made for his son is mm-hmm. basically being abused online. Yeah, they like were saying they made driving. like basically no money. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I, I have a feeling that obviously for him, it wasn't necessarily about the money. Like, yeah, I mean, like he he from what I saw about the, the press release that they um, issued it, they were saying like, yeah, money was a part of it because it has to be, you know, you put in money developing and then you know people have livelihoods to upkeep exactly but like a a lot of it was about sharing the experience but it it hurt them a lot still Mm -hmm. because like they were saying like they essentially made no money from the initial uh like was it uh it was a kickstarter no 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 Uh, no no but i mean who covered it i think it was I want to say it was PewDiePie, but I can't remember. Total, total, uh, uh, no, no, no. There's no, actually a bunch played of people the who whole thing, played you mean? through. Yeah, okay, like yeah. a lot of people. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. remember one of the big things people were complaining about was that some people actually put the game up without any like talking over it. Oh, so it was literally okay. just oh, the oh, game. Yeah. So that's yeah. A bit well, different. that's like yeah. that's more on the presenter side of yeah. things. Yeah, so yeah. I know a lot like, of the bigger bigger YouTubers who did cover the game, such as like Jacksepticeye, PewDiePie, and those guys. They they always put their own input in there. And they don't just sit there and just like, here's yeah, a game. More, because yeah. it becomes more of a review at that point, which is nice as well. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But, but I mean, they when they're playing through it, they put in their own experiences, how it's affecting them. And I mean, they put their own emotion into it as well. How like mm-hmm. when but something when happens. Not, yeah. yeah. When you don't put in that, in, uh, when you don't have that input, that personal touch, it can be really devastating, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because you literally just... You, yeah. You've turned the game into a movie and you've just released it. Yeah. yeah. I mentioned um, Firewatch. Have either has anyone played it? 
I've seen footage of it. I've played the beginning of it. I unfortunately couldn't get through it. Just it, it didn't draw me as much as I it's, had hoped. Yeah. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Can I do a quick like, spoiler alert? I'm going to do a quick spoiler alert. Okay. I'm, yeah. I don't know why I asked. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're going to spoil honest. the game. You're going to do it. A little bit was just like... It's just that when G was saying, like, it's not... Like, it didn't draw you in. I kind of understand that. Like, it kind of gets... It kind of... It's it's deceiving. The game is not as deep or as imaginative as it could be, essentially. Right. Um, yeah, a lot of reviews kind of criticize the ending and like stuff for that. But I mean, yes, like yeah. that's that's a big thing, and that's really unfortunate because it is a narrative based game yeah. as well. But I mean, like indie games nowadays are just kind of embracing the whole okay, it's an experience. It's not just like you know about the story. It's not just about the gameplay and stuff, right? So I don't know. It, it kind of fits into that whole. But gameplay game. has to be a part of it. Like yeah. that's why it's a well, game. Well, yeah, <laughs> as but, opposed to a movie. Like yeah, John does. John here doesn't go like I'm gonna watch. Uh, like I'm not gonna watch Batman versus Superman and, be, and talk over it and be like, <laughs> well, ta-da! It could be like Mr. Science. I, I'm gonna do director's commentary for something I have nothing to do with. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, Mr. Science that, Theater. That, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, like I mean, I'm not saying you can't really do it, but I mean, it's not. It's don't you can't call like you can't call it that and and say that it's a game. Like you can't you can't right. say that oh there's not really any gameplay elements because like. The only gameplay element in Firewatch, for example, is because you control. Like, it's a first-person perspective. You control the character, and you can walk around aimlessly if you really want to. There's no time constraints on anything, even though there's a fucking forest fire. <laughs> the forest fire that Wait. doesn't move. Sorry, that was the biggest spoiler. Actually, watch fire in Firewatch. I feel like I didn't even think that actually happened. <laughs> in the game. It it happens, but it's not like it's not threatening. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's, like I said, there's no it time constraints. Oh, so it's distance. a real forest fire. Yeah, it works and exactly you're just like, like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it burns, it burns. <laughs> <laughs> just, just watching it. Yeah, just the game. The game actually ends with like all of North America just completely charred, and you're just you did such a bad job. <laughs> the last line of the game. I watched that fire. No, <laughs> I have to say though, that game that that would actually probably be a better ending than the actual ending. Oh, it, that's it might actually very lackluster. It's very vanilla. Oh, okay. All right. So, well, but a lot of like, it, like they were trying to provide like oh yeah character development and depth and stuff like that. One thing though with the whole experience and whatnot that I've actually noticed with a lot of the newer technology that's coming out, with the whole VR technology that's becoming available, the experience that you can get out of playing a game is actually increasing. Um, it was just one of those big things that I've seen that uh, a lot of people kind of were a little iffy on the VR stuff when it first came out. Yeah. Uh, and the most recent stuff that I was able to experience, it was actually totally immersive and it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So it's honestly one of those things that I think that's going to p- bring people back into playing the games themselves rather than just watching other people play. Right. But that invest- the initial investment's going to be pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I they're talking about, uh, sorry, like it's just they, they're talking about like that, like for PlayStation, for example, just like oh, yeah, a lot yeah. of people were talking about PC costs being heavy because obviously they've got the HTC Vive and Steam and, and everything Oculus, like that. Yeah. yeah. And then Oculus, but obviously going into uh, uh, with Sony, they announced like the 4.5. And, you know, they'll be doing their VR and stuff like that. Like, the initial startup is going to be so extensive that we're not going to see that involvement for years, I think, unfortunately. Um, I actually don't think it's going to take that long. With the amount that... The, the genre techn- has to explode in, in order for that to become well, that, that popular. that's why we're banking on, like, you know, the release of these new VR I, headsets and stuff. Right? The only thing that worries me about that is honestly just because there's so many coming out at once. Like, yeah, the Oculus true, yeah. just hit. 
Yeah. Um, um, what, when was the release date well, for Sony's? That's September. September. Something like yeah, that. yeah. September. The Vive came well, out recently. Healthy well. issue yeah. here. Oh, okay. Healthy issue here, and it's kind of ironic because Nintendo's not really involved, but like well, it, we don't Nintendo. Know yet. But Nintendo. No, no, no. Okay, this is true. But Nintendo is Nintendo is the reason why all this is happening at the same time because because of the Wii. The Wii was a huge success. One of the biggest financial successes for yeah, console I, I, ever. I, I guess you could... And then yeah. and then everyone were like, 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 well, everyone being Microsoft and Sony, and they're like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> and we need to, like, we need to get into it. We need to make the move, and we need to make the connect. And they were... Like, I'm not saying that they were completely unsuccessful, but it was not as successful. Yeah, right? you raise a yeah. good point, so actually. That's why, uh, that's why they're all in the arms race now. They're like, shit, we missed on it the first time. We have to get in on it now. And what's going to really happen is going to, like, because it's not just a gaming standard, it's also for movies and other things like that. Mm. What's going to happen is it's going to become a media standard, which means that it'll be something like the old, you know, like Betamax versus VCR or, or, uh, uh, that's way too old. I'm sorry. Blu-ray. Blu-ray versus DVD. Yeah, like, what's going to be the standard is what you're saying. Yeah, we're going to, like, it's going to dwindle down to probably two things. Like, one... One is going to be PC based, and one's going to be like home theater based, essentially entertainment mm. system based. The problem is the entry entry point's too expensive right now. Like so, Sony's yeah. the cheapest, and that's still what six hundred plus the system. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be. A, like, I think for everybody, like starting from scratch, it's a grand. Hey, but hey, it's yeah. grand to get in. Couple a couple of years ago, everyone was spending two hundred bucks on plastic instruments, though. So you never know. Right? Yeah, I guess, but at that's least true. we got like a couple years worth of use out of that. I don't know. Yeah. I I want VR to be cool. But I feel like there's going to be this point where everyone's just going to re- realize all yeah. at once what's happening, kind of like what they did with the Wii. I mean, like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Do yeah. You, so, is this going to do? Do you think it's going to impact the Let's Play genre a lot? Because like, people the, are, are, like are, it, it's just that whole how here, it shows. Here's right? here's the thing. Um, YouTube's already ready for VR. Yeah, yeah. YouTube, you videos. can get 3D videos on YouTube. 3D and 360 videos, and they're actually yeah. really cool. No, no, no. Yeah. Sorry, but I meant like in order to, for them, the audience member to properly immerse themselves into what you're well, experiencing well it kind of implies that they should also have vr is that not sort right? of yeah yeah sorta. I, it depends on the experience really that's yeah. like because i'm saying like it's I'm, I'm just putting this out like it'd be like going to uh like a 3d movie right and then but you're not wearing the glasses yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, i've like, seen it's, some it's, of the 3d stuff of... already because uh there's a lot of like uh let's players out there and youtubers yeah. who do have access to the 3d right. headsets and whatnot and I've seen some of their videos. You can experience it to a certain extent, but not as much as if you actually have the stuff yeah. yourself. Yeah, no, but I have seen like VR Let's Plays though, and they're interesting to watch. I just can't okay. watch them because I get nauseous. But yeah, like, that too. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and we're sorry, we're just gonna take a quick break here. We're just gonna talk about our sponsor. Uh, this episode of the Odafest podcast is surprisingly sponsored by Odafest. Liar! Uh, <laughs> burn him at the stake. Um, so Odafest is a non-profit society which hosts Southern Alberta's premier Japanese media and culture festival for the last 15 or 17 years and counting. Odafest annual conventions, uh, we have one in summer and one in winter, feature a spectacular spectrum of activities such as visiting the expanded artist alley and vendors in the Dallas Convention Center, uh, watching your favorite anime shows in large theater spaces, uh, fan culture via community ha- hosted panels. We have uh, cosplay contests with cash prizing as uh, well as the competitive gaming has cash prizing. 
and you get to meet spe- uh, unique special guests, such as John, be <laughs> listening through our podcast. Uh, but we have voice <laughs> actors as well and media personalities and performers from all over the world. Uh, this year, we've got people from Germany and Sweden and Japan and America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, make America great again. <laughs> I had to throw and that then everyone, just had And then to. everyone just closed the podcast. Had to. Why did you do that? Boycotted the podcast. Yep. Goodbye, everybody. Uh, good night. <laughs> um, Odafest 2016 will be held at the Telus Convention Center in downtown Calgary, Alberta from July 1st to 3rd. Tickets are available online at OFS.com with early bird discounts uh, ending June 20th. And again, those early bird discounts, uh, originally you could get it at 50 bucks, but right now we're at 55 So the earlier you get it, the better the price is. You've already missed out once. Make sure you get in cheaper, basically. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Autofest, though. we and, Autofest. And since we have John here, who is a Calgarian, you've attended Autofest like for a while now, haven't you? Yeah, I actually have run a couple panels at Odafest. Yes. Yeah. So I am I'm I brought cosplay chess to Odafest. Yes. Oh, I remember God. those days. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember those days, oh. And then once Jenny realized how badly I was how bad I was at running it, she <laughs> took it away. <laughs> no, it wasn't that at all. It it was an interesting experience. It was just a little bit uh, it was a bit chaotic because we tried doing. It's always been chaotic. The problem it's was we tried chaotic. doing signups before the convention, right? Yeah, and then not everyone showed up, and then people didn't know there were signups. That's always that's people always. Yeah, yeah. it's it's essentially herding cats yeah. scenario. Very much. And then I remember the I think the first year we did it outside because I remember the very first year we did it we were inside in one of the rooms and yes. it went really good. The second year we did it, it was outside, and I uh, I brought like battle music for people because I like yes. I had because I had the pre order list or like people who want, got in early. I'm like, yeah. all right, I can do custom battle themes. It was so warm outside, it killed my iPod. So we were like, all right, <laughs> song loading. Why isn't it loading? Well, in all oh, fairness, yeah. uh, Odafest gets two types of weather. It's either <laughs> rain or like hot as hell. Uh, it's su- no, no, no don't forget snow. We snow. had snow a we couple had snow years. last year. Yeah. Did we? Yeah. yeah. During May? Yeah, dude. One of oh, our, yeah, we totally did. One of our guests. Our special guest. Uh, Yumi Akai. Yeah, Yumi she was literally. Spain. Yeah, she's really cool. She's And she was wearing, uh, I think, what was the? She was wearing La Mau from, uh, from uh, Black Butler. Okay, that was totally not the cosplay I was going to say. Yeah. But the point. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't know. I, I, I thought it was a different one. I thought it was, she was wearing uh, like the Maya from Phoenix, right? Uh, no, she wasn't. Okay. <laughs> I am wrong. Uh, anyway, that's a surprise. Uh, so basically, she was like standing outside at one point. She like recreated the entire like sad girl in snow because she had a good time at the con apparently, but she was really sad that she had to go. And she just stood out there because she, you know, Spain doesn't really no, see a lot of it snow. It was her apparently. first time yeah. seeing snow in yeah. her life. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. So and, yeah. and she was like emotional, and she was literally like standing outside uh, the like ga- the green and... room and like crying. And oh my sad god. girl in snow trope. We have that's the like. How many other cons can say that? Odafest is an actual anime, is what yeah. he's saying. <laughs> Welcome wait, to wait, wait. This is not the first time we've had a guest cry because no. they're leaving. Yeah. It's well, not going to be the last time. Odafest No, that, but I mean, that's like, yeah. that's the trope. That sounds like that's the, the worst girl. threat. Like, you're <laughs> if you come to Odafest, you will cry. <laughs> yeah. You will feel you feelings. Will feel things. <laughs> or maybe it can just be like, I will make you cry. <laughs> we have ways of making you cry. That, that seems to be my MO recently. <laughs> yeah, Alfred put it. Oh, man. You were just. Let's not talk about that video. We already talked yeah. about it, but yeah. like oh, last, no. uh, last episode, but you were public enemy number one. Yeah, for a while. Anyways, um, so how long have you been attending Odafest, John? 
Uh, first year was 2006, because wow. that would have been the first. That's actually before most of us. That's actually, yeah, yeah well, it's same year. It's before it's me. It's the same as my first year, actually. First yeah, year I think, going, I, you mean? like, Alfred, going, I, I, I know okay. I met you at OdaFest. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, yeah. Uh, we, I think we met, uh, at Cosplay Chess, and then later on we participated in, like, a, like, a video game trivia panel thing. Yeah, and, that which, sounds right. Which I sucked at. That, that beat the geeks thing? Yeah, that beat yeah. the geeks thing. Yeah, that was it. I was the video game geek and I didn't do a very good job. <laughs> I remember. Wow. You know, the best part wow. was everyone everyone in the panel kept picking the video game geek because that's the only trivia they knew, yeah, period. Like, because yeah. there was like Studio Ghibli, I think was the category. There was okay. like anime and like the video game one, it was just like, I was totally unprepared. That's funny. So And then like people in the audience were like, I've got a, I've got a good one. <laughs> what is what the name of Nintendo's flagship character. No, 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 no. It was like... (laughs) In, in like, in Yu-Gi-Oh! Eternalist Hearts Duel for the Game Boy Advance, what's the cheat code you type in to unlock the first head part of Exodia? Yeah, it was something like that. It was just really stupid. Holy hell. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was like, everyone was like, get out of this room. Yeah, Yeah. that's not really like... Like, you have to work with the audience, right? Like, you can't be like... Yeah, so how many pixels? No, it was, it was still, it was, <laughs> don't get me wrong, though. Coming around, it was still a very fun panel. And, how many uh, pixels yeah. is Mario composed of? Was that the year that you uh, you got shot in the face with a Nerf gun? Or <laughs> No, uh, that was... it was, that was probably one of the years that it was the beginning of the end of Nerf guns showing <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I think that was actually the year that... Um, I, I don't know if that was the year I got glomped and landed on a small oh, kid. Oh, God. I yes. That. I, yeah, because there was like well. the first or second year that either. I forget that was the was, outdoor. That was at outdoor. Yeah, that was either house. Ryan that was running it or I think that was the last year Izzy ran it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that, I used to cosplay as Dante from Devil May Cry. Yeah, and, that old uh, costume, yeah. And uh, someone had snuck a kick me or a gaunt me sign rather on the back of my coat, and oh, it was no. a heavy pleather coat, oh, so no. I didn't realize that it happened. Yeah. So we were all standing in position on the chessboard, and I was like, I was sick too. I was like, I was like Holy medicated. Crap. And then suddenly I hear running. I look over. This girl has jumped at me, tackles me was from she midair. A cute girl? Um, I wouldn't have dated her. She was a girl. She was a girl. <laughs> I don't know who it is. I definitely would have dated her after she made me. She tackled me and made me fall on this small kid who was cosplaying like. Oh yeah, that's uh, like love a, it an avatar sight. character. Oh, no. oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? But the best part is like because of that, like the whole Nerf gun thing and the glomping thing. Mm. You're technically involved in two of like you're the ter- you're the direct reason why we have two like rules <laughs> so i'm the reason no i'm like, the reason yeah, no one can have fun is what you're telling me yeah, actually like, no, no it's yeah, yeah, because exactly. of what people have done Clearly. to you yeah <laughs> you got shot in the face and nerf gun you got glomps so. yeah yeah sorry you're the you're the you're not so I, much the cause you're the, as you're the, i don't remember <laughs> wait, i don't remember the getting him. shot yeah, we should take him when did they get shot in the face i don't remember that one well that was the thing though you got shot in the face so you tend to forget these i think that was rpg battle yeah rpg battle i i was the one who brought the nerf guns oh okay never mind never mind in that case i never I never shot anyone in the face. You're the cause of one of them. I never shot anyone in the face. I remember that. I specifically avoided the face. Okay, all right. Uh Uh-huh. So I don't know. Yeah, I remember, it, was, it was the Nerf guns with your Dante costume. I remember that. Right? Yeah, yeah, and then like I got the actual like Ebony Ivy. That's replicas. a hardcore cosplay right there. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, man, I try to get away with what I can. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Let's get back to uh, to let's plays though. Uh, so John, you have a let's play channel just on your own, and you you have uh, YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Uh, you have a Twitch, so yep. do you want to plug those real quick? Uh, you, uh, YouTube.com slash ProtonJohnSA, Twitch.tv slash ProtonJohn, and I also have my group channel, The Runaway Guys, so YouTube.com slash The Runaway Guys. And once again, Runaway Guys is with uh, Tucker Conroy and Capri Sun. Yeah. Right? Okay. yeah. Awesome. So uh, in terms of Let's Playing, though, like how long have you been doing this? 
Like we, we talked about a bit about Kaizo. That was around like 2008. Yeah, right? I think I officially started in 2007. That sounds right. So, uh, so it's it's you're coming up on your 10 year anniversary next year. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean that's amazing. Like you, you've been no, no, playing no, like video I, games for a living for I've 10 been, years. <laughs> I've been saying no, but I've been saying like um, because that's your main source of like income. Yeah, that like my yeah. my YouTube and Twitch is my exactly job. and and like yeah. people a lot of people like. I can say that, like, Alfred and I and G, have you dabbled a little bit in streaming? I've messed around here and there. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, like, it takes something to be, like, as consistent and as, like, dedicated as you have been. Like, because yeah. it's one thing yeah. to be like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I'll, I'll you know, fire up my, like, uh, casting. It's, it's very easy like to that. say, hey, I can play games for a living, yeah. too. I can also, totally I also different have words. Thing. <laughs> yeah. It's a total different thing when you're trying to actually produce content right yeah. yeah and that's that's something i've learned as well right yeah. it's like you just stuff can a lot of stuff can go wrong and like they can throw like <laughs> oh an, my like god an, like an hour's worth of everything like, will go wrong yeah like I'm everything sure that, i'm sure that you have like all of the bad stories to go along with you know like every presentation that you've yeah. ever had to oh, do man but it's just that so, you've got okay i actually have an odafest related story for this too Ooh. all right so i think my, the first year i ever went to odafest light i think this might have been the 2008 second Probably 2008, 2009 was yeah. the best light. Yeah. Okay, so probably would have been 2010, 2011. Okay. Maybe it was. Yeah, I think it was going for a couple of years. But it was the first one I went to. Sure. Right. Uh, I ran a panel called uh, Video Game Showdown. Okay. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. So this was like a I small thing I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Originally, I was supposed to run it at Odafest Prime, but I got sick. Oh, when hmm. it was supposed to happen, which sucked because I got put in the main theater and then I had to be like last minute. And I'm like, I can't do this. So. Yeah, I'm a bad person. <laughs> yeah. So basically, I was just like, I'm not gonna apply for another panel for a while because I felt like I'll be in trouble. But I did it at light, and uh, it went really good. We had a room of maybe uh, 60 people. It went fine. That's good. And uh, we had uh, my buddies Chugga Conroy and Nintendo Capri Sun with me. Mm-hmm. And Chugga was like, hey, I got asked to do a panel at PAX East. How about we do this game at PAX East? Lord. And keep in mind, this was a room of 60 people. So I'm like, uh, I guess. But I mean, this is the first time <laughs> I've run it, so I, I can't guarantee it's going to go smooth. Yeah. So um, at the time, we'd use emulators for it just so I didn't have to bring as much stuff, but we sure. still had a table full of stuff. So it was all like one run of it. And then we went to PAX East, and they didn't have the parts we needed to hook up to the projector. Oh, crap. Oh, the, no. The amount of people that showed up was about 800. <laughs> oh, oh, my um, God. That's pants shitting territory. We, we started a half hour late because we were trying to figure out what to do, and we ran everything on one computer. Which Price. was like this old Windows XP laptop that I was running wow. that for some reason has still is still running to this day, uh, and then we had like this Nick Arcade style setup where like two teams of four went against each other. They moved around a board, and that's what sure. dictated what event happened. Um, we ran out of time because we started so late. So I was like, "All right, let's jump to the final event." Uh, the final countdown starts playing. It starts like building up all this music. I'm like, "We're gonna play Pong," and then as we switch over to Pong. The computer crashes. Oh, <laughs> oh no! We have to wait for the computer to reboot before we can even do the end. Yeah, I jokingly say, uh, "All right, we'll be starting a donation fund for my new computer," as like as a joke, and then people actually start walking up and handing me money. <laughs> <laughs> never, say, never say I, that Americans are not generous. I think I left the room with like seventy something dollars. Sure. Yeah, and I I donated it to charity because I'm like I yeah. feel really of course, weird yeah. having this. But I guarantee you but that like, like your panel probably made more money <laughs> yeah. than any other panel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm but not like, saying that seventy bucks is a lot, but I mean like 
you know, as panelists, you usually don't get paid unless you're a guest, yeah. uh, a specific guest of some kind. So, um, but I mean, that's very, that's very good. Actually, yeah. We, I just I sat there. I'm like, I'm never doing a panel again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then like uh, Emil's like, that that could have gone better, but we can fix it. So he wanted to do it again for Pax Prime. Yeah. Which was like three months later. So like like or four months, I guess. Um, so then I completely revamped it. And uh, once again, ran it at Odafest. Yeah, ran it even remembered and worked with fine. With a testing ground. Yeah, Odafest is like what saves my skin, basically. So, yeah. so it worked fine there. And then like now it's the current version. No, Odafest is a lie. We just uh, we we make you think that it can run well. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Odafest yeah, is excellent. the fa- false sense of security, and yeah. then the real well, thing it's happens. True, and I'm like, though, because yeah. I mean, the false stuff runs a lot better whenever you try to run it at Odafest. Yeah, it's also like a half hour away from where I live. So I can just be like, all right, I forgot something. Hang on, let me drive home. If I forget something when I'm in like Seattle or Boston, I'm like, yeah. all right, where's, where's a Radio Shack? <laughs> radio? Oh, does Radio Shack still exist? Oh, yeah, it still exists yeah. in the States, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, okay, so speaking of stuff going wrong and like the whole process though, like, uh, <laughs> John, you want to walk us through like what goes into making a Let's Play? What's your average like uh, process, I guess? Uh, rage and tears, really. Oh, okay, uh, right. uh, you pick a game you want to play, or two parts rage, yeah, two part tears. <laughs> it's like a perfect mix. It makes yeah. the perfect cake. Yeah. Um, yeah, you just like, you pick a game basically, and like I usually you want to pick something you're good at, unless you want to go for like the blind aspect or you want to hit what's hot right or now. Or you want to play Superman sixty four. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was a bet. That was Ooh, a bet. You got so. so good at that game. I am so worried about how good I got it. <laughs> I still have to finish that. That that project is does that like, make you like a shit lord essentially. Yes, yes, it does. Unfortunately, it flies through those rings I, like I have, crazy well. I have yeah. learned that I am exceptionally skilled at terrible games. <laughs> so there was a there was a contest at PAX Prime one year where it was just like beat ET for the Atari, and Jesus. I was the only one who knew how to do it. And then I lost because I taught someone else how to do it, and then they just spent the rest of the day doing it. <laughs> Christ. So what you learned is don't teach people. Things. Yes, what I've, what I've learned is don't be <laughs> nice. Yeah, like really, that, that person spent the whole day playing ET for the 2600. Did they really win in the end? I mean, <laughs> it's kind of true. They yeah. won a medal, I guess. That's something. Uh, yeah. and was it, it worth it? What you yeah. have is the knowledge. Yeah. Like I get, You have yeah. the innate knowledge and like, you know, just the ability. It's, it's, a, it's a talent, really. It, is it? It's a talent to I, I guess, I I guess I, I'm not going there. I guess I figured out a way to market it, so technically... Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but, so pick a game you like. Yeah, it depends. Like, it, like I find it better to pick a game you like, because usually it's a game you're comfortable with, and mm, you sure. know you can talk while you're playing it. Yeah. So then, like, oh, it yeah, just... Oh, yeah, like, I guess you can't do it with DDR or something like that, right? I like, mean, people have done that. There actually, are DDR Let's Plays. Oh, that's impressive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there are even like DDR tutorials, actually, that are just, like, doing Max 300 me, like, all right, so you need to make sure you're ready for the triple at this point. Yeah, I would not be surprised. Oh, that would have helped, man. <laughs> back in the day, I yeah. remember being able to go DDR for the full day, just playing songs back to back to back to back. Mm-hmm. And people who are in that kind of shape, I can fully understand how they could be like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm just going to play this song and I'm going to talk about what I'm thinking while I'm going through it. Yeah. And here's what you should be expecting. Here's the type of stamina you need for this. Mm-hmm. and. That just Do makes you? me feel really old because just yeah. coming back from soccer con, I hurt my knee playing DDR. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. Like I actually like sprained my knee playing soccer con, and I spent like the next day walking around Seattle like hobbling. Behind <laughs> the behind the scenes, John, do you ditch games often? Like, um, like you're like, I just, you, you, you do it. Do you do test runs, I guess? And then you're like, yeah, I just can't do this game. There's a couple games I've tried and it's just been like, I can't think of something funny to say about this. This, the commentary doesn't feel like it's flowing. <laughs> this game is too bad for me. <laughs> it's actually not been a case of a game being too bad. Ironically, sometimes it's when a game is too good. 
<laughs> wow, you really are a shit lawyer. Yeah, I know. No, but no, now think, now think about it this way. Think about it this way. The games that give you like that give you crap yeah. are usually the easiest ones to talk about. Because like if something dumb is happening on screen, you're gonna be like, oh man, I can't believe this is happening. Why this is why this is happening? Blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. If a game is working completely as intended, it's so like, flawless. Yeah. Like one of my favorite things I did on stream was yeah. um, I Mario Three won a vote for what game we're gonna play next. Sure. But when I loaded it into my NES, I accidentally kicked it, and the cartridge glitched. Yeah. The cartridge glitched. So I, I was a cartridge tilt playthrough of Mario Three, where like half the platforms were invisible. So I had to remember how to play the game from memory, and like I beat the That's game good. that way. So it was like just stuff like that is more interesting than if I just played a vanilla right. playthrough of Mario yeah, Three yeah, by right. myself. Yeah. Yeah, because if you just played regular Mario Three, it would have been like, eh, no, well, it's not too difficult. Everything would have been. Pretty standard fare. I mean, Mario Three is a pretty solid game. Yeah. yeah, but it's 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 like we've kind of seen it done it like a million times. Right? Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. So so I guess uh, it's not just like you know like a game that you're comfortable with. It has to be a game that like you know is can stand on its own in like maybe the worst possible way. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it also depends on how you want to do things too. You can do like live commentary, which is the common thing, right? And then there's post commentary where you literally just record the game footage and then you come then, up with what to say after. And then, yeah, you, you talk over it, which is kind of what Dunkey does, right? Dun- yeah, Dunkey does that all the time. Yeah. So, um, okay. Uh, in terms of like software and like hardware and trying to get started doing let's plays, though, what, mm. what, what would you recommend? Um, there's uh, for audio recording, it's easy. There's a free program called Audacity, which okay. works pretty yeah. good. Hey, we're using that right now to record the podcast. Nice. <laughs> so. um, video recording, there are free options out there. Uh, but that's if you're like doing PC gaming or if you're doing uh, mm-hmm. like emulators stuff like that. Yeah. If you're doing if you're doing real consoles like uh, Xbox, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, yeah, you're gonna need a capture card. Yeah, yeah, and capture cards can vary in price from about fifty bucks to I think the higher ends are two hundred something yeah. now. Don't buy mm. don't buy the fifty dollar ones. No, I've had that experience. F- fifty dollar <laughs> ones are only good for like retro consoles basically. Yeah, yeah. because they're they're all uh, standard def and stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. So, uh, in, in terms of like uh, getting YouTube numbers and stuff, though, like, no, that that's. What do you <laughs> there, think? There's no such thing as getting the numbers unless you're actively cheating. Is What's the best your secrets? Yeah. No. <laughs> you have you have two million views on one on one video though. Like, how, yeah. like that's well. Then again, that was just. That's getting, a ten, but that is a ten year old video. Yeah. That, yeah. Plus, yeah. you were getting pissed off in it. And yeah. It that's the thing. Rage yeah. will always get views. There is no denying that. Mm-hmm. Yes. The more the more you look like a man child, the more you. <laughs> get views do you pref- and- that probably explains pewdiepie hmm. yeah do you prefer <laughs> youtube versus twitch or you, like, twitch over YouTube? like there's unique um you know uh, pros and cons about both, yeah obviously the, the best way i break down youtube versus twitch is do you like prepared content versus off the cuff content mm-hmm. twitch yeah, is true. basically the equivalent of uh improv comedy. improv improv yeah. but yeah just going and just going yeah like like a lot of people can be made to look a lot better when there's editing involved essentially yeah Yeah. and i mean also the amount of work is like night and day too for twitch and youtube like youtube will always have more work if you're going heavy into editing i i like editing in stupid things like Mm pop-ups like uh other characters doing stuff like that because i find that interesting and i enjoy editing at times Mm -hmm. But um, sometimes you just want to be like, I just want to play a game and talk. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and, so, but it's, to be entertaining at the same time is kind of difficult, right? And I guess that's why, like, um, that's kind of the new standard for Let's Plays is just streaming and talking over, like, Markiplier yeah. streaming. And uh, uh, does PewDiePie stream? 
Um, I'm not sure if he does. I'm I think sure he might have only done it for charity. Yeah, so I think far. Markiplier streams though. Right? Markiplier definitely does. Yeah, and like like just those... isn't it just for uh, charity streams though? Mark Mark usually does charity stuff. I don't know. Uh, I I've seen the area he records in, and uh, I think he mo- mostly just does videos. Because oh, okay, like right. get, get, like his work routine is insane. Mm-hmm. No, uh, I've I've heard he just like shows up at the recording area, and just, just records for like eight, twelve hours somewhere Holy in that range. Crap. Well, there are always leaves. people in there. Yeah, no, because he, like, he is a workaholic. Yeah, yeah. but he did uh, Five Nights at Freddy's on Twitch though, didn't he? Or possibly, I, I, I think that was like a stream. It might have been for a charity it stream. Might have been for I know. Charity. Right, yeah. I'm I sure he's he done like some regular streams, but Mark is really into charity from what I've seen. All right, no, that's great though. Yeah, and I guess that's like the 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 awesome side of. The let's play thing right it's like this has gotten so big now that you can do charity streams right yeah charity streams are like the straight up communities like grow around this and yeah, just a lot like, of stuff like happens 24 hour streams have you done a 24 hour stream um sort of uh a bunch of friends wanted to do one <laughs> i was like it's either 24 hours or it's not well here's the thing <laughs> it was 24 hour stream but i wasn't there for 24 hours oh, so okay, what happened right. was uh chinook crafts they're they're oh, vendors yeah. at oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah yeah so uh a bunch of my friends want to do a fundraiser for them because yeah, they're, they're laser uh, cutting. Right, yes. Yeah, it burned, it burned down. Yeah. yeah, so I offer them, like, hey, I'll offer up my YouTube channel. I'll hang out, or my Twitch channel, rather. I'll hang out and, like, get my audience going with it and just, like, have fun with you guys. Sure. But, like, at the end of the day, I was sick. I don't, this is a recurring trend, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, I went to go get sleep at some point. But I was like, all right, if we meet, read our, reach our goal, I'll play through all of Kaizo on stream. And sure enough, uh, when I woke up and got there the next day, they had reached their goal. So they I said, I hate through. life. Yeah, basically. I'm like, I'm like, fuck, my plan worked. How could, yeah. <laughs> why would my tactical plan actually work? Yeah. And you actually did really well with that run, too. Well, I got stuck on one stage, and but everything else went surprisingly fast. Yeah. yeah. Mm, okay. So can you actually like speed run Kaizo now? No, God, not to the level that Dram can. Dram yeah, can actually get yeah. through that game without yeah. dying. Mm-hmm. We know quite a frightening. We know a couple of guys that are pretty big into speedrunning of course but like are you like uh Serpy Ninjas yeah Dave is Dave, yeah. super he's, he, he's been on AGDQ a bunch yeah, yeah. Uh, he was just he, he did yo life goals Mega Man. we we achieved the life goal we just got our names <laughs> yeah yeah I got our donations right on AGDQ yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> life goal life goal um because you know we're not good enough to actually be there no. <laughs> by no, any means yeah uh, speedrunning is scary just the amount of it, it's a whole other beast though. yeah it's that, not my, really my issue with speedrunning for me is you have to focus on just one game or whatever game you want to learn. Exactly. Yeah. And I can't stand playing the same game for that long. Yeah. You know, honestly. I, that's a kudos to people who can do that. You got pretty damn good at Super Mario World, though. I got really good at Super Mario World. I got really good at Ninja wait, wait, wait. Gaiden. Speedrunning yeah. Super Mario World? Um, glitch or no glitch or no, what? No glitch. You, you raced... Uh, you either raced for Super Mario World at one point. I remember that's one of your older videos. Didn't you? Uh, for no. Kaizo? I might have been for Kaizo. The Kaizo race. Oh, yeah, you're right. We raced the last stage of Kaizo. Yeah. Okay. That, that was a little bit different, but I mean, I raced, for like, yeah. For Super Mario World, but like vanilla, do you have like a time? Uh, I don't have a time because uh, there's a bunch of friends I hang out with on Sundays. Yeah. Um, they actually used to race Mario World a bunch. I know who that group is. Yeah. yeah. I, I was Joss? Say, yeah. yeah, I thought you knew Joss and everyone. Yeah. Um, I was keeping up with them up until about. Castle Five, because I don't know how to fly. Oh, through, I don't know how to fly through the castle. Right. Oh, yeah. And that's right, a, that's right. an important trick if you're doing like no star star road. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. So like I was keeping up with them more or less at that point, and then just like they shot ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty incredible stuff, though. Like, I, I I think they ended when I just got to Wendy. Yeah. Basically, oh. so. Uh, 
guess we'll we'll just wrap up like uh, one more point though. Uh, okay, so we were kind of talking about like, like negative effects of like the industry uh, on their and their influence on let's plays, but like what positive stuff? Like, have you have do you have connections with the industry at all? Um, we have done on the Runaway Guys. We've done a video for Nintendo to promote New Super Mario Brothers Two. Wow. Um, that was I that's pretty legit. Yeah, that was that was actually awesome. really cool. Like they got us. They retweeted us on their. Nintendo's their really actually. They're really good with their community outreach. They're stuff. weird, actually. Nintendo is weird because they'll they'll do some stuff like they've got a lot of prominent YouTubers that they'll do stuff with, and it'll mm-hmm. be great. Sure. But they're set up on YouTube. They'll actually like do copyright claims on even like their own yeah, partners yeah, I've heard and that's that, and that's yeah. a bit of a gray area there as it is yeah yeah but uh yeah like sometimes their experience on youtube is like ahead of the curve and then sometimes it's way behind mm-hmm. yeah interesting um but like i don't know I, I think we're getting to a point now where like let's plays can actually sell games or advertise yeah games, right? uh going back to nintendo again they actually did their own let's play for xenoblade chronicles when that was coming out really oh, yeah they that's... did their own series to like for the like first 10 parts of it or something like that that's actually really unique yeah, uh, like yeah. i mean there's no reason not to right like yeah that's definitely something that other companies in general could look into just because it, it, like it's an ex- think of it as, as an extended trailer essentially yeah pretty much them, right? i mean like when pewdiepie did like undertale right? i'm pretty sure like undertale exactly was undertale was already shooting off as it was no, and then but, then, just, but like, then but then pewdiepie like yeah they did like, pewdiepie like, that was like stratosphere Ingram's, there yeah, it's yeah. all about hitting the market right yeah exactly yeah. get somebody big like that to do one of your games and mm. But you usually it to everybody. Yeah, but you usually settle like John usually settles in the. Uh, you're more in like not always retro, but like mm. you're not necessarily always like the newest game no. or like the the undiscovered. But like, I there's think rumors that it's a good game. Yeah, kind of. I, I I like games that are like hidden gems. I like games that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the newest game I've done was uh, was Triforce, Triforce Heroes. Heroes? Yeah, yeah, and that was like a couple months after it came out. And then, like, the next most recent was, like, Resident Evil 5 on the Xbox 360. <laughs> <laughs> punching rocks. Dude, yeah. that's the best part. Yeah. <laughs> punching is the best sport. Resident Evil's amazing. I love Resident Evil. <laughs> that, what, what it's become isn't amazing, but... Uh, yeah, there's always the moment where he punched the boulder. We'll never forget the no, boulder. No, the boulder punches. And throwing yeah. eggs. And throwing eggs. Never eggs. forget. And hitting Wesker with a stun rod. So good. I still don't know how you pulled that off. I'm amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh... So I guess this last question, a bit, a bit cliche, but like oh, when wow. you were first starting out with Let's Play, did you imagine like the culture that would grow around it to the point where the it support is, basically? The support Hell well no! Yeah. Uh, when I started Let's Play, it was in a it was in the game sub form of something awful. It was before it even got its own yeah. forum part. Yeah. And there were maybe thirty people doing it. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So yeah. we were just like it was basically just a, as the something awful term would be a huge circle jerk. <laughs> and uh, and then at, that's what we they would call it. It was Absolutely. a loving loving term. <laughs> As expected from a website, very, very something awful. awful. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then like we just kept doing, it, and then it like slowly leaked onto YouTube, and then it just kind of spread everywhere. Yeah. So, and like, now it's uh, having having watched it from the last, as you pointed out, decade. decade yeah. Um, and I roll my eyes at that. It's crazy what it's become. Yeah. No. Like it's just, it's. It's like an integral part of gaming culture now. Which yeah, is the crazy it like thing. no one made money off of it for years, and now you hear like stories. But a lot of, of the time, like, yeah, it's, it's not always yeah. like I mean, obviously, yeah, there are the like you know the big names or whatever, but it's not always about making money. Like yeah, you no, well, it's it, really it never, about, like it never, it's a labor of love, yeah. right? It never yeah. starts out making money. Like I, I'm guessing there's yeah. a ton of people trying to get into it now, trying to make money, but like I mean, it's it's not it's it's not 
something for some people it's like you know attention some people it's money yeah but a lot of it is really just like this is what i want to do or this is what i I I like i like video games i like talking over video games yeah yeah so i hope you do too yeah exactly so (laughs) i hate it i'm just what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) we can tell (laughs) (laughs) bit jaded um (laughs) and this was actually my cry for help to come on this podcast (laughs) no that's what happens when you're no g you know (laughs) oh my god (laughs) Uh yeah okay so so one more time plug in your your stuff sure youtube.com slash proton john sa twitch.tv slash proton john and youtube.com slash the runaway guys okay and uh do you post on twitter a lot yeah no i'm on twitter a fair amount uh that Pro- tweet life. proton underscore john because i couldn't wow. get my own username oh wow yeah <laughs> that's how it that's works sad. i, I, I bet I, John Tron has his own <laughs> You're right. You're right, and I hate it. I'll kill him. We couldn't get John Tron, so we settled. <laughs> well, I hate you all. Yeah, that, that's we like, hope that you've enjoyed listening to the last episode of the Fest podcast. He was the most internet famous person we could get for this episode. So. Isn't every episode of the podcast the last episode we're doing? Uh, it's always the last until it's the until, until it's the next one. The last until we somehow scrounge together enough support to get. But like we'd be episode we'd be glad to have you on again, John, at the last episode, <laughs> whether it's this one or who knows when, whenever the next last episode All is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we, I'll be back tomorrow. I'll see <laughs> Sounds good. So we hope you had a good time, John. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, awesome. Uh, again, this is Odafest Podcast number five. I'm Jay signing off. I am Alfred signing off. This is G. Peace out. Hey, this is John. I don't know how to get home. (laughs) All right, bye guys. Take care.